Hi, I'm Andy Kindler, and you're listening to PX Tape Recorder. Are you enjoying it? I certainly hope so. I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Dustin Yabara. It's different everywhere, though, man. It's very weird. I was in Houston last week, and I did this bit about the wall, and someone came up pretty hardcore, like wearing a Trump shirt. He tried getting all political with me and stuff. I'd be like, they need, they need to set up landmines. We've got people dying over And I'm like, God, oh, dude, you're the comedy show. Chill out. Been ages since we spoke to Dustin, but he remembered me, which I thought was very nice of me. He's a very nice young man. And uh, you're going to find out that uh, some things are the same with Dustin, but some things have changed quite a bit. He's had a lot of good things happen to him uh, since we spoke to him last, so his career is going super, super well. And of course, uh, as I've said these past couple of weeks, interview is new, dumb bits are not. There are some from the archives, but here is uh, what I'm just going to pull out of the archives. Enjoy this dumb bit. How many times has this happened to you? I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to the restroom. Hmm. Flounders or snappers? Ooh. Let's try snappers. Ooh, sorry, wrong door. If you're a guy or girl on the go, then you know theme restaurant bathroom designations can be misleading. But now you don't ever have to be confused again because you've got the Restroom Thesaurus. The Restroom Thesaurus lists every possible combination of male-female euphemism. Blokes and birds, bantams and hands, shoots and ladders, bobsleds and moguls, endomorphs and gynecomorphs. Yes, the Restroom Thesaurus is your one-stop source for avoiding embarrassing entrances into the wrong bathroom. Seafood restaurants. Oh, let's see. Buoys and gulls, bulkheads and portholes, hornpipes and shanties. Oh, here we go. Flounders are men. All right. Never walk into the wrong restroom again with the Restroom Thesaurus because you don't want to take a shot in the dark. Hello? Hey, Mike. (sighs) Do I sound like Mike? This is the third time you called. There is no Mike here. Mike. Idiot. Tired of phone calls from stupid people? Sign up for new Caller IQ. Caller IQ automatically displays the IQ of the person calling so you can decide if they're worth talking to. Man, that girl at the club last night was hot. I wonder if she'd want to go bowling. Kay, pick up, you little hottie. Hello, pick up. Caller IQ. It's the smart... Hey, Mike. It's the smart choice. Dustin Yabar is a stand-up comedian originally from Texas. And he is, well, you've seen him all over the TV now as well as doing uh, stand-up comedy. Uh, but stand-up is still his number one thing. Here now is our interview with Dustin Yabara. How's it going, man? I know, right? It's been seven years uh, <laughs> since we did this, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that. Um, but, and it was for a different place, too, right? Uh, it was probably for City Beat and for my podcast, which we're going to do this time as well, if that's okay with you. Um Gosh, I can't remember yeah. what we talked about, but um, so well, I, I know I've been seeing you on the on the TV turning up lately, and I think last time we spoke, you were you were just starting to do a little bit of acting, and uh, so like like what's new overall with you? 
Um, same old, still, uh, I'm trying to think when it was, it was probably like around We Bought a Zoo or something when we last thought. Yeah, 2012? That was a bit ago. Yeah. But it's, it's gone good. A lot of things have happened. Uh, I, <laughs> dude, I've gotten some pilots and stuff, and I had a show that was on the air, but, um, it, uh, got, can't, Kevin probably saved the world. It got, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We got like 16 episodes. But that was a blast. That was my first uh, series regular role that actually like went to air. Because I did one before that um, in New York called Us and Them. And it was actually with Jason Ritter, too, which is pretty funny. But, oh, uh, that's... The, the show never... We did seven episodes, but they never aired it. Love Jason so, Ritter. I was like, no, it's kinda, yeah, dude, it's so weird. Yeah, Jason... So J- cool seeing this one. But I didn't tell a lot of people about it, just in case, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, you don't want to jinx it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, um, uh, the yeah, other... That's one thing I'm more careful about now, I don't... I don't put things on social media. <laughs> I get something, I wait till I actually see it. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's weird because I always try to think logically, like, well, that's that's not true. Then things is a jinx, and yet I still operate under that. Like, if I tell people about this thing that's going on, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. It's so funny. Um. So yeah, and uh, and Jason Ritter, uh, how fun is that guy? Oh, he's the best man. The, he really is a class act. You know, he's a really great friend, and um, one of those, he's a great leader of a show, you know? He had to work so much on that. It was like, it was crazy. I'd never seen anyone work that hard. <laughs> like, it was just like nonstop. He was in all the scenes. Man. And he was always getting water thrown on him, or like tying his face, or like some ridiculous thing the writers threw in. He, um, but, is the, yeah, he's great. He's the voice on uh, one of my, my daughters as a favorite uh uh, animated shows, uh, Gravity Falls. He's a uh, yeah, he's Dipper. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people love that show. Yes, it's it's great. I love that show. Um, uh, the it's other, got, it's got like a ton of fans from that show. I haven't, dude. I haven't actually. I think I've caught like one episode. It, but it is something that I just need to delve into one day and binge. Yeah, there aren't that many. It wouldn't take you long to plow through those. Um, uh, the, we the other show that I produce um, for my day job, uh, we had Amy Yazbek, his stepmom, was on our show, and I just mentioned in passing. Oh, my daughters are huge fans of of Jason's. They love Gravity Falls, and she goes, you know, I have one of his hats somewhere. A couple days later, uh, her nephew uh, uh, brings by uh, a bag with a hat, and it's actual Justin Ritter's Jason Ritter's hat that he wore to a convention, a Dipper hat, and my daughters now have it. <laughs> I know, and my daughter's like, that "How is, is this possible?" Funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> um, world. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, so uh, I remember, when, you know, last time we spoke, you know, seven years ago, you know, the stuff we're talking about on stage, you know, typical young people stuff, you know, being a young dude partying. So with all this kind of life experience under your belt now, and the way your, you know, you know the the career has been going, what kind of stuff are you talking about these days? Um. Well, let's see. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I'm like, have I had any uh, growth? <laughs> fast food is a lot of it. <laughs> fast food is a good chunk of it. Um, I talk about the whole immigration thing now and stuff, just because that's a really hot topic. And I'm half Mexican, so I guess that's I'm right. To, yeah. Without people freaking out. So I do some material about that. It's pretty fun. So it's always, it's so, it's different everywhere, though, man. It's very weird. I was in Houston last week and, like, I did this bit about the wall, and someone came up back. They're like, "Man, I," it's like, dude, he was pretty hardcore, like wearing a Trump shirt, and he was like, 
he tried getting all political with me and stuff and be like, they need they need to set up landmines. We've got we've got people dying over and I'm like, God dude, you're the comedy show. Chill out. <laughs> you know. So I try to keep towards lighter topics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's because people are freaking out right now over everything. Well, uh, fast food, you're a Texan. Let's ask you, Whataburger versus an Outburger. What do you reckon? Oh, Whataburger all the way, every uh, day. Oh, my gosh. It's not even close. Agree like, to disagree. Whataburger, man. <laughs> my brother-in-law lives in San Antonio, so um, we've, we've enjoyed both. And uh, they got an In-N-Out burger, and they thought it was fine. And we're like, y'all are crazy. And But, uh, yeah, there's... there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Whataburger is like it's also Whataburger is a perfect like drunk uh, munchy place too. You know they have they stay open till like three or two a.m. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I went I went to one and I was driving back from uh, uh, the vacation area down there, San Pedro, whatever. I was down by Brownsville, and we stopped the one at three in the morning. I'm like, I can believe it was the only thing open, and it was still open. And I was like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. So, so you still a fast food aficionado then? Are you still a fast food aficionado, I guess, then? Like you, fast food and where? Connoisseur? Expert? Fan? Oh, yes. <laughs> you said it okay, I was like, what do you think? Yeah, no, a little bit. You know, I hit my spot. I like to go to different places and figure out their local fast food place. I just you gonna... know, Whataburger's only in Texas, so when I'm right. there, I try to eat that. I'm go- I'm driving to Vancouver right now, and I'm trying to figure out oh. what the what their local fast food place is. It'll probably be stuff with like poutine, some kind of gravy thing. I think that's only a, a Quebec cool. thing. I I found out that was I was listening to Radio One yesterday, and they were talking about that. Um, but um, was it? Oh, in, in Cincinnati, of course. You've you've been to Cincinnati, of course, and you you must have tried uh, Cincinnati style chili. Oh, say that one more time. And you've been to Cincinnati, I know, and so you must have tried Cincinnati chili. Yes, go. No, I don't think I went there. Really? Oh, I went to Go Bananas, but I, I don't yeah. think I uh, tried that place. Oh man, well, we have, we have a couple different ones. Um, I do work for one of them, so I'm, I'm partial. But um, yeah, and I, as a Texan, I would. What's the name of it? Well, the big one is Skyline, and people from outside of town generically call it the Chili Skyline, but we have another big place, Gold Star, which is who I work for, and uh, there's a couple other smaller places, but there's about a dozen, but the two biggies are Skyline and Gold Star, and it's a, um, it's a more... I think I did have Skyline at the airport, actually. Okay, Gold Star's in the airport, I know, because I used to work there. Okay, it was Gold Star then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, I was... Everyone was obsessed with, like, the chili and stuff up there. Chili and, like... Because they do, like, spaghetti with yes. chili on it, right? Yes, but it's not like a, a, a Tex-Mex chili like you're used to growing up. It's uh, more of like an Eastern European meat sauce. And if you're not used to that, because the first time I had it, I thought it was terrible. Because I'm from Cleveland. And uh, <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, what What the hell is this? And then when I moved down here, I became obsessed. But, um, yeah, lot, usually Texans get very upset with it. And some of them are like, oh, well, it's just a different thing. And others just, like, they, they want to be fighting. Oh yeah, it's like I've noticed everywhere you go, it's something like like a taquito. You know, a Whataburger taquito is just like a way different than a like California taquito. You know, it's like a hard, crunchy shell. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, yeah, and in Tennessee, a taquito is actually a Mexican in a tuxedo. 
Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was. It seems like we get semi-authentic Mexican food in America because um, when I was down there visiting years ago, uh, we visited friends of a friend of mine, and they were properly Mexican, uh, living in like San Angelo, Texas, or someplace like that. And um, uh, McAllen was McAllen, and uh, and the oh, yeah, that's way south, right by the border. Right, right, and she made fajitas, and they were like. Not unlike you would find in a restaurant, but way better, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, I love that Tex-Mex, and I can't really find it. Texas is really the only place I can find good Tex-Mex, except there's that restaurant Chewy's. It's kind of a chain, and they've got places oh, really? set up in a different ah, that's outside Texas. Yeah, not to disparage those folks, but that's like my wife and daughter love uh, love uh, Tex-Mex, and that's their least favorite chain. <laughs> That's so funny. It's yeah. like one of those things you either love it or you hate it. But chewy. Yeah. How would you go there to get Tex Mex? I'm like, come on, it's a restaurant. It's like, you know what it is though? Why I love them? They have a free uh, nacho bar. Oh. They have a happy hour, and you can get like free nachos. And I think the, the fat kid in me just like, goes crazy for that. You know. Oh, there you have it. Oh, I'm a skinny guy, and I go crazy for anything like that. Man, that that bowl of uh, yeah. chips arrives at the beginning of the meal. Man, I'm all over it. Um, oh, I love that man! Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, like you said, you try to you try to keep it light. I guess a lot of people have been saying, um, you know, that they don't talk a lot about the politics because it's so in everybody's face. You want to go to a comedy show to to kind of get away from that, and yet you got to mention it a little bit because um, you know it is going on. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is one of those things. But I just like I'm also I've never been a political guy, and like I don't. I'm uh, I'm kind of dumb with the world of politics, as in like I don't I, I'm a I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm not gonna have an opinion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's some things that I'm like, oh, that's kind of messed up. But like, yeah, mostly on stage, I do just try to take everyone out of the world, as in just like to like a just like weird, silly, immature fast food and video game place. So it's mostly stuff just inspired by what's happening to you on a on a day to day basis. What's what? It's it's mostly inspired by what's happening to you on a day to day basis. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm not watching the news, so it's like <laughs> you got to write what you know. You know. You're right. <laughs> there you go. And even if you do follow the news, you know it's it's hard to keep up because there's just so much going. Yeah, on. and yeah. then pe- someone will get offended, and then you yeah. like lose followers online. So I don't know. I'm just like, uh. and I'll see some comics going hardcore political, and if that's your thing, that's cool. But I'm just like, I. I couldn't deal with that arguing all the time. Like it's tough, you know. Yeah, well, you got to stay in your comfort zone, like you said. You know, uh, write what you know. Um, like, mm-hmm. so what? What are the things besides? You know, is it? Do you write a lot? Do things happen to you a lot, or do you see things happening to other people? I mean, what, what's kind of the, the turnover like? Because some people, you know, weird things you seem to it's happen all the time. Like, it like happened to me. Um, and it's like some. It's weird how jokes come. Sometimes I think of like a funny word. And I'll be like, ooh, that's a funny word. We got to try that on stage or something, you know? And like, for example, like the other day, okay, this is something that happened. I was at Sonic and I got a foot long chili cheese hot dog, but instead of one weenie, one foot long weenie, they gave me two six inch weenies. So I I just go on this whole like rant. And then I like, you know, I embellish with some things that happen. I say that I went up to the manager and stuff, but I didn't do that. But I, I try to just take, regular, I try to like, ex- 
expand on like if my life were a sitcom, like, oh, that would be wacky, and then this would happen, you know? Right, right. But it usually starts in a really honest place, and then I totally just pump it up, you know? And carrying it to the absurd. Which, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good comedy. I Very th- absurd, yeah. Yeah, I used to... Uh, I, I, I... I still uh, teach uh, kind of comedy writing to young people on Saturdays uh, throughout the year, and I uh, I tell them you know oh, you, it doesn't it you can make you can completely make it up. I mean if you're comfortable with it, or you can start with something. You can just say my little brother did this, and then just expand on it, and it got really crazy. And then the one gal is a friend of my daughter's took the class, and she had a story about her little sister. But as the story unfolded, it would have been funnier if he was a little brother. So she made him a little brother, and I said you can do that. <laughs> no one's gonna no one's gonna call you on it. <laughs> yeah. So, totally, the- man. Yeah, I used to have a joke about how I worked at I worked at Dairy Queen, but then I moved, and there weren't a lot of Dairy Queens in LA, so I changed it to Long John Silver's. But then, like, <laughs> then I like yeah. changed it to one other place, and back to Long John Silver's. Yeah, so. it, it's strange because yeah, I don't. Know- it's strange because some people are like, oh, no, I've got to keep it, like, you know, as, as close to what happened as possible. And other people, I remember Dan Tosh told me years ago, he said, everything in his act is completely made up. He goes, my life is so boring, I can't imagine drawing any inspiration out of it. So any, everything I talk about is 100% made up. And I'm like, yeah, but if that's what you're, if you're comfortable doing that, though, if that's, that's if you approach from that aspect, they can like, well, my life's so boring, how would it be more interesting? You know, I guess whatever works for you. It's just, it's, yeah. just, it's weird the way it all comes together. And it's like a job. Yeah, it's like just a job. It's like make them laugh, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't like, care about the honesty. That was a really long John Silver's or the tonic. Yeah, yeah. I, Wait a minute. Dairy, long so John Silver's doesn't, doesn't carry that type of food or something. Yeah, so. Um, um, so uh, do you ever stumble on things on stage, like when you're just talking about something? Does it just spark another memory? Or, or even when you're writing, you spark another memory about something and be like, oh, wait, well, that happened too. Oh yeah, and I try to say I try to keep everything like chunked together too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, if I'm talking about like one subject. I'll try to keep on talking about that subject and get momentum from the crowd. You know, because it's weird. There's some great comics who do the one-liners, like uh, you know, like Mitch Hedberg was amazing. And oh well, yeah, the... dudes like that they can do it. But I just like I feel like I got to have momentum. You know. Like with one subject, like oh yeah, and so what? I'll I'll look at some, like say I'll just I'll try to peel, I'll try to find every part of it, you know, and then just try it out on stage, and then if it, what doesn't work in it, I just take out, and work on it. What does work, I just keep it in the act. So uh, the trial is so uh, what what. Any kind of uh, things you haven't done yet that you want to do? You know, the acting's going well, uh, you're headlining, you're doing the stand-up. Is there, like, other areas or other vehicles for your comedy you want to try yet? You know, I wouldn't mind doing a... uh, I want to put a special out one day. That's definitely something I want to do. And uh, this year I've been kind of working on getting it all sorted out, you know. And then there's also those other things. Every now and then I'm like, ah, podcasts are fun. I should start a podcast <laughs> just because those are cool. And it should, uh, be, it should be about okay. fast food. What? It should be about fast food. Oh, probably. Yeah? <laughs> probably what, something like that. In fact, I yeah. Try, yeah, we have buddies like try messing around with it sometimes. 
Yeah, that's but it what, is work. Podcast. That's like a job. It feels like it is. Well, th- this is that's another thing that I do, and I've got people approaching me now to help them with podcasts. In fact, a, a lady called me the other day from she was referred to me, and she goes, "I just want to record uh, this conference call I have with my business partners around the country. It's all it's for women." And she goes, "I don't want to edit it. I don't know anything else." I said, "I just want to record it and give it to you." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's I, I can see that. It's because it is it is a whole separate job, and I, I'm more than happy to do it for you because you know." But um, yeah, you should totally get together a couple other yeah. comics and discuss fast food around the country. I don't know who else you could get in on that. <laughs> yeah, just visiting different fast food. Yeah. That. that is pretty silly. Yeah, like cool. you, and like you said, there's there's I the chains. There's the chains, there's the sit-downs, there's like, we have you know we have Gold Star here, you've got Whataburger in Texas, you've got things that are unique to different areas. You're going to Vancouver today? I mean, yeah, this is this is a solid idea, man. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I'm going to do that. You've inspired me. All right, cool. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll point people in that direction then. Um, I'll let you get back on the road then, man. Uh, appreciate talking to you again, and I uh, hope we'll have you back here in Cincinnati again soon. Uh, have fun up in Minneapolis. Yeah. And uh, great. Yep. All right, all right, Minneapolis, man. Minneapolis, that'll be fun. And uh, where can people find you on the TV? The uh, what? What are some things you've done recently? I was in the movie Us. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think it's out on DVD right now. Okay. It's still in theaters. Well, we'll look for that. But yeah. And uh, and great. And we'll point people to you know your uh, your headlining dates via your website and stuff. And uh, all right, we'll have fun in Canada, man. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. All right, Just, Dustin. Bye. Thanks again to Dustin Yabar for being on the show. The only dates Dustin has coming up that I can see here, as of this recording, September 12th through uh, the 15th at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas. And again, uh, all other things you need to find out about Dustin Yabara, I can direct you to DustinYabara.com. There you go. And Dustin is with an I. Yabara is Y-B-A-R-R-A, Dustin Yabara. Do check him out. He's very funny, and I hope he can get that. I really think he should do that fast food podcast because, I mean... There's fast food joints all over the country, not only all the national ones off the top of my head, and then all the regional ones. We have a couple regional ones here. I know there's regional ones down in Florida, and then in, in some parts of the country, we have, what do you have, Hardee's? We have Hardee's in the east, and out west, you all got Carl's Jr. Uh, there's Crystal's is down south, but Rally's is up here, and uh, I think those are the two sister restaurants. Anyway, I think it'll be a really funny podcast. So we've arrived at the song of the week. And the song of the week, as usual, I have uh, a, the only exposure I have to new music lately, uh, if I don't hear it like in a supermarket or something, uh, you know, over the PA system, is, uh, of course, Radio 1. And Radio 1's been playing this a lot. It's Charlie XCX. You may know her from, uh, well, uh, she was with Icona Pop on the song I Love It, which was basically Icona Pop just singing over top of Charlie XCX when actually we get right down to it. But her new song is called Blame It On Your Love. She's with somebody called Lizzo. I don't know who that is. It's not our Lizzo. It's not our Liza Lou, uh, who you should be following on Instagram, by the way. And you should also be reading Fangirl's blog if I hadn't pointed that out. But anyway, uh, Blame It On Your Love. I like this a lot. And when I went to, I actually bought this uh, in iTunes. And I looked, you know, that little thermometer they have that shows you how many people downloaded the track? Uh, not a lot. And it's in it's in heavy rotation on Radio 1 right now. I don't know how it's doing in the chart over there. I forgot to look that up. But uh, people are not digging it yet in this country, and they should be. This is a pretty good tune. Uh, I would, This is my, uh, what I call my, my token, uh, you know, uh, pop dancey song. Uh, that'll be on my summer playlist. You know, I don't. I think there's a certain sameness we have in the charts, as I've said before. And there's a lot of stuff that sounds like this, but I think this is the best of these sounding songs. So, here it is. Charlie X C X has our song of the week on PS Tape Recorder. Blame it on your love, featuring Lizzo. So long, and thanks for listening.